Welcome to Everyday Superhero, where each week we share how everyone can be a superhero, one world changer, one loving and positive thought at a time. I'm your host, Vanessa Canavero, and I'm ready to dive into this week's podcast adventure. So buckle up and get ready to dream big always in all ways. For show notes and to find out a bit more about me and my coaching practice, my speaking engagements and all that fun stuff, head on over to thedreambiglife.com. See you there. Hey everyone, it's Vanessa from The Everyday Superhero and today you guys are in for a super treat actually because that motivational guy, Tony Canavero, who is also my husband, a very strange coincidence, <laughs> is here with me today and we're actually joining forces on this podcast because it's something that we both believe is really important in this particular subject. You know, it's, hi guys, it's Tony um, and welcome to the listeners of That Motivational Guy podcast. This is a joint effort between Vanessa and myself today. You know, there's a lot of overlap in what we both talk about. We do it in different ways, from a different perspective, but um, there's a lot of consistency. And today, one of the things we were talking about this morning before we went off to record our individual podcast was how do you how do you make those little choices? It's it's uh, the little choices every day that you make that differentiate yourself from um, you know today from who you were before. And it's easy to talk about making those choices when you're in a group, in a room, we're talking to a coach, but it's those quiet moments when you're all by yourself, at home, just you and your mind, your mind doing all of its stuff to keep you from being as successful as you want to be. And it's in those moments that you get to decide to be an everyday superhero. And that's kind of why we wanted to team up on this. So um, you know, Vanessa's movement is all about everyday superhero and being that. And, and what have you found to be a way that you work on that? Because it's something you work on a lot, Vanessa. I work on it a lot, Tony. <laughs> You're right. And I guess other than, um, you know, I think we're used to reaching out to other people for motivation or for support, when in fact, the most important person that should be motivating and supporting you is actually you. Mm-hmm. And we miss that point. We miss that, that aspect that we should be our own best friend and we should be our biggest a cheerleader uh, because we get caught, we get bogged down, I think, in our own thoughts. And I know I definitely do that. I'll reflect back on times when things were better, things were tougher. And in a really strange way, I wear them as a badge of honor, which I really shouldn't. I should be focusing on what I'm doing right now, which is super important and always growing. So I guess to bring back to your question, how are you your own everyday superhero or different things you can do? I consistently go back to personal development. I consistently go back to that by listening to amazing podcasts like The Motivational Guy or Everyday Superhero. There's like so many podcasts out there by reading books from people who inspire and who consistently inspire. They're not just one shots where they have this amazing thought or put out this amazing quote and that's it. Somebody who's consistent with it and is definitely a leader in the industry. And for us, I think we reflect lots with John Maxwell Mm -hmm. because we are both John Maxwell coaches and trainers and public speakers. And the reason why we resonate with, or his message resonates with both of us, I think he's got this amazing fatherly um, persona that makes you feel comfortable listening to him. But also what he says is real. Mm-hmm. and he's not scared to talk about places where he's struggled, ways he's gotten through it. So I got to jump in there. So I think that, I mean, that's obviously good advice, and, and I think anyone listening to this podcast, whether it's Everyday Superhero Podcast or that Motivational Guy podcast, they're probably thinking to themselves, that's great, I've heard this a million times. And it's true, because those when you're reading a good inspirational book, when you're listening to a good inspirational podcast, those are the moments that are easy 
What do you do, Vanessa, when you get in those times when you're not listening to a book or reading a book, listening to a book? That's funny. Maybe you're on Audible. Who knows? Um, when you're not actually consuming something that's filling your mind with positive energy, what do you do in those quiet moments when you don't have that and you're having to make a choice, a subconscious choice that, you know, to grow or to stay the same or you have those negative thoughts creep in? What do you do? I actually will stop and I'll actually take a look at why those thoughts are there. So what led up to those thoughts, first of all, right? Mm -hmm. What was the background to why I'm feeling or thinking that way? And actually taking them apart and looking at them and saying, okay, what is this? Is this a real thing? First of all, for me, it's always, is this real? Or is this something that I'm imaginary, imagining, imagining? <laughs> <laughs> and not that I'm making up these crazy scenarios, but I think as a human being as well, you, and as I said before, you sometimes go back to an old circumstance because you're feeling the same way that you felt then. And you're reflecting back on that and bringing it into what's currently happening when that's actually not what's happening. Does that make sense? It does. So, but what do you do? <laughs> okay. So what I do I was getting there, my dear, <laughs> is um, actually I dissect it and I look at it. And I, like I had said, I take it apart and I look at it and say, okay, what is happening and is this real? And what are my options? What are my options? Look at it. What are my options? First of all, is it something that is going to desperately affect my life negatively? Is it just something that's happening right now? Is it a moment in time? And seriously, tomorrow this will be no big deal at all. Or the next week it'll be no big deal at all. And is it something that I can actually deal with? Or is it something out of my hands that just has to play into its own, you know, lifespan and then that's it, mm -hmm. right? I mean, that that's what I do. And then I write down things that I I could do to fix it. If not, I think I reflect back on things that I've done that have been the most amazing things and understand that I am not a failure. I'm not a loser and I'm not I'm somebody who doesn't take action because I definitely take action. Mm -hmm. So stop beating yourself up. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, okay, what do you do though? Well, that's why I asked the question because we both have very different philosophies. And... Well, I come from the emotional side yeah, of it, right? Exactly. So, what you guys are listening now to this awesome joint podcast is the dark and the light side. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> the the uh, yeah, because I listened to what you just said, and I know that's going to resonate with a ton of listeners. And it, to me, it didn't resonate at all because that's not the way my mind thinks. Yeah. And this is why this is important for people to search for content that resonates with you because every one of you is different and it's going to have a different way to process information and different different things are going to mean different things for you so for me when i catch myself having those those thoughts in those quiet moments when i'm making bad decisions about how to spend my time about how to be productive um, i just revert back to a simple exercise of does this move me closer to what i want does this thought serve me and if it doesn't, then I try to replace it with the uh, opposite thought. And I don't always succeed, but this is the the process. So let's say um, I'll be thinking about a, a purchase that I want to make or a renovation we want to do, and the thought will pop into my head like it does to just about everyone in the world, you know, oh, I can't afford that right now. And so when I catch myself having that thought, that's scarcity thinking. It's really about, uh, you know, changing your thought process to abundance thinking and possibility thinking. Um, and so what I'll do is I'll, is I'll say, wait, wait, hang on. How can I afford that? What can we do to make that happen in our lives? And by taking that exact opposite standpoint, I exercise new neuro muscles, new neuro connections so that it gets easier for me to do this every time. Now there's some situations that... And, 
listen, the thought still pops in the head. But now my response to it is almost instantaneous. That doesn't mean the thought doesn't still happen, guys. This is a practice. And what a practice means is it never ends. There's no end date in working on your self-talk, in working on your mindset. There's always going to be self-talk and mindset things that cause you to be less than you could be. <clears throat> and they'll always be there. So for me, what I do is, is I look at it and I flip the script over to the opposite. Uh, I focus on what I want to have instead of what I don't want to have. And that allows me to try to grow into expansion. I don't know if that makes any sense. It uh, does. You, you. You've built a habit, right? It, it's a habit pattern that you've, <clears throat> yeah. you've developed in order to change, like you said, your script. Mm -hmm. Right. And, yeah. and, you know, fix that thought process you're having. Similar with me, right? I've built the habit of looking at what I'm thinking. Yeah. But we, yeah. we have very different approaches and think very differently. So Absolutely. I think that's why we're such a good combination. Well, and it's interesting you brought up habits because the reality is, guys, when you when you peel back the layers of the of your mm, sabotage talk, your your you know your motivational muscles when they're not working properly, those are habit patterns. That negative self talk, that response to a stimulus from the outside world that is uh, negative or, or contrary to growth, that's a habit. And your mind is a phenomenal habit machine. And habits were, were really kind of developed almost at the reflex level by your 20 million year old brain because what a habit does is it means it, you do something almost automatically. This happens, you respond this way. When it happens almost automatically, you don't require any energy to do it. You're not going through a thought process. To do it. it just happens, which means that your mind has freed up resources in the brain to do other things. That's why habits get installed. It's like shortcuts for the mind, right? So understand that um, everything that you do to yourself, every way you respond to a situation is a habit. And if you built one habit, you can build a different habit. And I think that's one of the things that we work on um, a lot is trying to install new habits. And it's challenging because, you know, the habits being something that is uh, where you have to work on constantly reinstall new habits. And then here's something, too. I, I've had people say, well, aren't you just lying to yourself then? You know what I mean? When you say, OK, when you, when you look at what's happening, you're having a negative talk and you flip it and you turn it into something positive, well, my, that thought is still there. Aren't, am I just lying to myself and making up a story that's not going to happen? Great, great comment. And this is one of the things that where I think positive development speakers and trainers fall down and fail mm -hmm. their audiences. They'll say things like, well, you know, let's say you want to make a million dollars a year. Now, for a lot of people today, that's a dramatically, that's so far... You know, if you're, that's so far out of your realm of possibility. If you're making 50000 a year or 100000 a year, you know, that puts you, 100000 or that puts you into a pretty small percentage of population. To make a million dollars a year is, is $83,000 a month, right? So there, there are people out there that will teach you that you should be saying out loud that I make $83,000 a month, that I make a million dollars a year. The problem with that is that your subconscious mind cannot believe that. That is lying to yourself. However, when we this is what we teach. 
instead of saying I do or, or I make these things or I am these things, ask yourself a question, how can I? Because when you ask your subconscious and your conscious mind, how can I do something, you engage your mind into looking for solutions. Whereas if you say, I make $83,000 a month, you will immediately disbelieve that, which means everything that follows it is, is not taken on board. But if you consistently say, how can I make $83,000 a month? I'm getting better every day. I'm growing every day. I'm getting closer and closer to my goal every day. Every day I'm getting better. How can I earn that money? That engages your, your mind into being able to manifest and create new realities for yourself rather than uh, repeating the realities you had in the past. That's true. It's causing it to problem solve, right? Yeah. It's looking for the solution, not the reasons why it's not going to work. Absolutely. I mean, for those of you that are into techie stuff, um, it engages your reticular activating system. Your reticular activating system is that thing in your brain that's always paying attention. You know, you've probably heard somebody say, uh, start thinking about a silver Toyota and you will start to see silver Toyotas all over the place. Whereas you didn't notice them before. Because when you started asking your subconscious mind to look for them, it's doing that in the background. It's like the operating system on your computer that's working in behind the scenes. So when you engage your reticular activating system and tell it to do a thing, it will start to run in the background and look for things that can move you that can move towards that thing you asked it It's for. looking for the matching pieces. Absolutely. And this is essentially, we're going to go into a whole different topic here all of a sudden, is what The Secret's about, right? Many of you have seen um, the movie The Secret or mm -hmm. read the book. Stay with us. Those of you who think it's hoopla, we'll go back. stay with us. <laughs> stay with us. So, but those who haven't, it's about mindset, you know. But I think what the, the movie itself puts out was you kind of just make a wish, right? The, you know, for your magic genie, I want this, and it's going to miraculously appear. Well, that's not exactly true. Stuff like that does happen. But when you're talking about the reticulating, reticular, reticular activating, activating system, system. <laughs> today in the month isn't working, that's essentially what the secret, the recipe for it is actually, right? Mm -hmm. Is when you put out there what you want, people, circumstances, conversations will pop up because you're aware of them, mm -hmm. right? It kind of opens up a different level of hearing and awareness. Mm -hmm. And things will start to line up. That's what it means. Absolutely. And here's what people miss in that. It, you know, and for those of you that have seen The Secret and think it's it's full of baloney uh, because it's it's too foo foo for you, here's what here's what they miss in in that uh, book. And I see this kind of thing repeated by people of. And this this is not a religious comment in any way, shape, or form. But and I'm just spoofing on it, if you will. But there's a story about a family. This all makes sense in a minute. My stories do tend to get there eventually. There's a story of a family uh, in the Mississippi Delta. Um, they had received notice that the floodwaters were coming. The Mississippi was about to burst its banks. The, the workers were coming around and letting everyone know it was time to evacuate. And the family said, you know what, we're, we're, we've prayed to God. God is going to save us. And so they stayed right where they were. That's fine. So all of a sudden, the river burst its banks. And the water is now up to the middle of the front door, and there's a boat that comes by with rescuers on it. And they go to the family, say, listen, the, the, we're, it's flooding, you're going to be swept away, we need to get you to safety. And the family's response was, I've, we've prayed to God, God's going to save us. 
Next thing that happens, the waters keep on rising, and all of a sudden the family is on the roof of the house. A helicopter comes by. This is it. This is their last chance at getting off the, getting out alive, essentially. A helicopter comes by to save them, and they say, no, we have prayed to God. God's going to save us. And a voice booms down from above, and God says, I don't know what more I can do for you. I sent the people to warn you. I sent someone in a boat, and I sent someone in a helicopter, and you're still not getting the hint. Well, many of us are like that, right? Is we will engage these reticular, our reticular activating system. We'll start to make things happen, and then we don't take action on the things that come our way. And one of the, the main speakers from The uh, Secret, a gentleman by the name of John Asraf, you should go follow him and look up his works, johnasraf.com and uh, neuro, myneurogym.com, yeah. I believe. A phenomenal brain guy. I get a lot of those fancy big words you hear come out of his, out of his work. Um, he was one of the main speakers in The Secret, and he tells people what The Secret misses is it talks about the law of attraction, but they miss the law of Goya the law of get off your ass and get into action. And that's the, you have to mix those things together, I think, to make that happen mm-hmm. once they start to come towards and you. And I think the main key to all of this is choice, mm-hmm. right? It's the choices that you make, whether you're, you know, talking badly about yourself, letting poor thoughts come in, poor judgment come in, and whether you're turning those thoughts around by replacing them with different thoughts, mm-hmm. whether you're having um, taking a moment and looking at what you're thinking, whatever it is, you have a choice to make the decisions that'll take you to the next step. Absolutely. Your life isn't just up to fate. It's not in the hands of anybody else but you. It's not in the hands of your spouse, of your boss, of your kids, of your parents. It's in your hands. Mm-hmm. And it's your life to live. So making a choice, whether good or bad is the choice you're making for your life. Absolutely. Uh, I always say that um, love and choice are the two most powerful forces in the universe. And understand something about choice. This isn't about making big decisions. A lot of people miss the point of, of this comment. And they'll talk about making big decisions and big choices. It's the little choices that matter. And this is, I'll personally, I'll be really transparent. This is my biggest challenge. The little choices. The snooze button. That's a choice. Getting out of bed. That's a choice. Checking your phone first thing when you, before you even get out of bed. That's a choice. Right? What you watch. That's a choice. Um, Not making a follow-up phone call. That's a choice. Right? Choosing to eat something unhealthy instead of something healthy. Choice. Right? It's those little, little moments. Choosing, well, one more episode of XYZ show on Netflix isn't going to hurt anything. Choice. And remember, whatever you choose in the moment is going to do one of two things. It's either going to serve what you want in your life or it's not going to serve what you want in your life. And I think that that's that's really an important distinction. The other thing I'd add to that, Vanessa, and this is what a lot of people do myself included, is when you catch yourself making a choice that does not serve you, then you will beat yourself up for making that poor quality choice, which then all that does is reinforce the negative side of the behavior. Forgive yourself for making a choice that doesn't serve you because it's a gift that you recognized that you could have made a different choice. In that moment of recognition, 
you have the ability to make a different choice and you can choose to do something different right then and there. Wow. Okay. Wow. So you I like think, it? yeah, okay. I, I think we've solved um, the everyday superhero question you had today was how can you be your own everyday superhero? So how would you say that? How would you put that into words? By making a choice. Mm-hmm. Choosing what you put in, choosing what comes out, choosing the next steps to take and not being afraid to take them. Absolutely. There you go. There you go. We figured. Done. Done. (laughs) Well, there you go, guys. So thanks very much for listeners chiming in today. I hope you got a little bit out of this. Uh, If you do, please uh, like, share, subscribe, rate, review, all that kind of fun stuff. And thanks for listening to Vanessa and I riff a little bit today on things that we're both really passionate about. Um, And uh, thanks for joining us on... That Motivational Guy podcast and... Dream big always and in always, my friends. And remember, I love ya. Catch you later, Everyday Superheroes. Ciao. Do you know a superhero should be featured on the Everyday Superhero podcast? Hook us up. Send me an email at thedreambiglife at gmail.com.